0: Now, it's CSL Charlotte Sports Live.
1: Yeah, like I said, it was no wrong answer, so we knew we was going to go get a dog, and we're definitely happy with the dog we got because um, he, he he's different.
2: I mean, every dog has his days, but Panthers players believe that Bryce Young is destined for much more than that this season and beyond.
0: And one signature changes everything on the sports front here in the state of North Carolina. Charlotte Sports Live stars right now.
2: That's right, and thank you for joining us. And what turned out to be a pretty big day in sports here in the Queen City. Carla Gebhardt, alongside Mike Lissett. And are you more excited to talk Panthers or, or the sports betting bill?
0: I mean, I got some money to burn. You know me. I spent You're hundreds ready? of dollars on shorts and, you do. and jerseys. <laughs> you pay so a I, lot of money for you know, a if, specific if I, brand of if, shorts. If this can fund that 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 effort. I'm all about it tonight. More NASCAR, yeah, there you said. go. NASCAR <laughs> takes its midsummer week off, so we're going to hand out awards that may or may not make a few select drivers happy. And wait till you see how the Panthers are helping some high school athletes shine ahead of the fast approaching season. But first, let's start with the big boys, the pros.
2: That's right. And just like that, the work on the field has wrapped up at mandatory mini camp for the Panthers. Coaches will meet tomorrow, but the players are off until. Really, training camp begins sometime in late July. Head coach Frank Reich isn't really one to sugarcoat things, so when he says he's pleased with how practices have gone as of late, you really tend to believe him. But he did have a message for his players before they departed.
3: I like where we're at. Um, still got some work to do, but you know we checked all the boxes that we wanted to as far as getting installations in, getting a good look at players. Um, you know, now we have a chance, that these players have, you know, you really it's a break, but it's really not a break, right? you got st- you got to keep working hard, to get in shape. It's a break mentally from the game as far as studying, but physically keep getting better and be ready to go at training camp.
2: I like that hat too, by the way. Uh, while we wait on official dates for training camp to be announced, we know two things for sure. It will once again happen down in Spartanburg. Are you ready to get down in that heat, Mike? Absolutely. Yes, and two, Charlotte Sports Live will be there. We're going to Camp 2 live from Wofford College. That starts on July 22nd. Mike, what's your comfort level with the roster as minicamp breaks and we're waiting for training camp? Do you feel good about where it sits right now?
0: Pretty good. Uh, They made significant roster improvements this year. I think the coaching is a lot better than it was last year. And I think everybody has a sense of optimism that necessarily we did not have last year. However, I do do want to say this. Uh A lot of it, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's just just, everything is just hunky-dory and lovely and rainbows and butterflies. I wonder if it's just a little bit of PR spin, just just a little bit. Now, that's the cynic right. in me <clears throat> wondering just from a, you know, I, I, listen, I know PR spins when I hear it, and there is nothing but butterflies here coming. Uh, and I'm a, I, I'm there are, nervous.
2: because there's a new quarterback in town, obviously the number one pick in, in the draft, and then you got a whole new coaching staff. I think it, it is probably a little too early to make assumptions mm-hmm. about how this team is actually going to do in the season. But I will say, you go to some of these practices, you were out at practice today. They look a little bit different than they did with the past coaching staff. And so I wonder what Spartanburg will look like, and I think we'll have a better idea of how this team kind of functions when they actually get down there and get the pads on, which is what Coach Frank Reich has said he hasn't – really, like we said, sugar-coated it. He's been pretty honest with like, hey, this is where the team sits, but we also have to see a lot more.
0: Pads are going to be the real test. That's what Rank said, Reich said today. Yep. Well, one guy we know who is going to keep working ahead of training camp, that man right there, Bryce Young. Frank Reich said today, that you really don't know what rookies are made of until, as I just said, the pads go on. But he, he's seen enough from the number one overall pick to give him first team reps. Well, everyone is happy with Young. He'll be the first to tell you that needs to keep improving. Today, he had a couple of passes batted down on the line, and a couple of balls were overthrown. However, he says it's not going to let him get him down.
2: Um, you know, we're, we're all striving per, for perfection. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, It's really great to be around a group of guys that feel the same way about it. Um, so, you know, just like any other pass, you know, it, it sucks when it doesn't get completed. Um, but you know, it's you know, you learn from it, and then you move on,
1: and you know, you turn the page, and now you have to figure out how to make the next play work.
0: Well, one area we know Young will help the Panthers' offense, third downs. Carolina converted just 31.7% of their third downs last season. That was third worst in the league. Now, in his two years as the starter at Alabama, Young, on the other hand, dominated on third down, finishing second in the FBS in yards for pass attempt, second in first downs, and second in passing touchdowns. But right now, let's focus on areas he needs to improve. And I think the one thing that came up today... Mm-hmm was his weight a little bit. That was a question that people asked Reich. Are you going to encourage him to hit the weights? And he sort of generalized sure. it and said, yes, we're going to hit. ask everybody to do that. But, I mean, you look at him, He was allegedly 194 in college, and a lot of people think they overestimated that at Alabama. He's about 204 now. I think the goal is for him to get to 210. If he can do that by Spartanburg, I'm liking it.
2: Yeah, and putting on good weight, too, in the weight room, obviously, with a nutritionist as well. But, yeah, that's going to make a difference. And I think, you know, when you think about the health of his career he has to put on the weight to to stay healthy because he is going to be taking some bigger hits. Yes, he did take big hits at Alabama and the SEC, but he's going to take bigger hits in the league, and and you want him to to have a little bit more padding, to have a little bit more muscle on him so it protects him a little bit more.
0: And you're right about it being the right kind of weight, and they got to put it on. (laughs) In the right places because on the other hand you don't want to see him get too heavy and the next thing you know
2: he (laughs) starts getting leg
0: problems knee problems from just the weight not being distributed correctly yeah
2: or being a shifty uh under the the line so yeah yeah, you want him to be able to escape the pocket if he needs to well it is a pretty good bet though we think that young will start week one of the regular season against the falcons and speaking of bets guess what (laughs) mobile sports betting wagering is now legal in north carolina thanks to the signature of Governor Roy Cooper on House Bill 347 today the new law not only allows mobile betting but in person betting at a few select venues as well now today's signing sets things in motion with the state to get the betting system set up for regulation as Queen City News anchor Derek Dellinger reports you won't be able to start betting today but you will soon
1: So it is now official sports wagering is coming to North Carolina and you may be asking yourself, does this mean I can start sports wagering starting today? Well, the answer is no. But what happened here at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, though, sets the stage for what you will see. North Carolina may now be competing when it comes to sports wagering, but the competition still in many ways is in the pregame. More than anything, Wednesday's sign-off on the bill legalizing sports wagering in the state was to get the ball rolling so that by January, everything will be ready.
0: We know that this is a place that is an economic engine for North Carolina and a place where professional sports already are growing and has the potential to grow even more.
1: But to do that, there is work to be put in place.
0: This is a new venture for the state of North Carolina. We have to make sure that the licenses are issued properly and that safeguards are set up and that the regulations are put in place. But I think everybody wants to see it by the first of the year.
1: This was a bipartisan effort and one that many North Carolinians have been wanting for a while now. But there is an acknowledgement that this is also happening illegally already. A new Elon University poll actually showed that while many people do believe the money from it would generate useful tax revenues, they don't think it will stop the illegal betting already happening. Gambling.com analyst and writer Steve Bentonbender addressed some of that and the potential for abuse and cheating within the betting system. Sports betting operators, licensed sports betting operators, are getting flagged or raising red flags investigations are happening and you know, that is what happens in a regulated uh, sports you know a sports betting market well lawmakers say they are determined to do this right the money from it set to go to public education and for the spots that may very likely see a sports book open up they want it fans can you know bet online they can you know bet in sports bars that are created and uh, it's just it's exciting to think about the possibilities of what this could do. And they'll be ready once that day comes.
3: Whenever, whenever the state <laughs> says go, whenever we get the green flag from the state,
1: that's so when you'll start. We will yeah. be ready. The timeline is key here. You won't be able to bet for the football season, but you will likely be able to bet for the Super Bowl and the NCAA College Basketball Tournament. In Uptown, I'm Derek Dunlanger for Charlotte Sports Live.
0: So if you got money to burn, you're in luck. The Spectrum Center will be one of eight venues where you can bet in person. Hornets Sports and Entertainment sending us a statement today. uh, in part today. is a very exciting day for sports fans across the state of North Carolina. This legislation provides fans another exciting opportunity to engage with their favorite sports. We are only eight days away from the NBA draft and finding out who the Hornets will take with the second overall pick. However, for tonight, the focus is on last year's. First-round pick. That would be Mark Williams, and it looks like he will not be hitting the court anytime soon. The Hornets announced their soon-to-be second-year center recently underwent surgery to repair a torn ligament in his right thumb. While the team said Williams is expected to make a full recovery, they did not give a timetable for his return. Williams averaged nine points and seven boards a game last season.
2: Alright, well, we are about halfway through this NASCAR season that has been full of breakouts, disappointments and tension, but we will debate our midseason superlatives coming up next. You ready to do that? Mike?
0: Absolutely cannot wait is the part Scott would say. <laughs> the Panthers won't be the only football players uh, p- football played in Bank of America Stadium this year. Two high school powerhouses are taking over and today they got the rock star treatment. We'll take you behind the scenes next. The Carolina Panthers are giving two high school teams the experience of a lifetime. Northwestern High and Providence Day football teams coming to Bank of America Stadium today do their own media day for the keep-pounding classic. Kids got to act like pros, make their own hype videos, (laughs) promos just like the ones you see during an NFL Sunday. It might have only been for a day, but the kids say this is something they will never forget.
3: Just an honor to be on the Panther Stadium, Bank of America Stadium. Uh, This is a a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me, so it's just been a dream come true.
0: And the two teams will square off on August 19th. That's going to be soon when they play the Keep Pounding Classic in front of thousands of fans at Bank of America Stadium.
2: Now moving on to NASCAR, if a picture is worth a thousand words, then a paint scheme might be worth 2100 words or names to be exact. That's certainly the case for Austin Dillon's ride for Richard Childress racing for the night race in Atlanta. Dillon spent the morning with a group of veterans to unveil his Dow Salutes veteran Chevy that will debut July 9th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And like I said, 2100 veterans and active duty military, their names will be displayed all across the number three stock car. And if it looks like. If looks were to even play a part in winning on the track, then this car would certainly fit the bill. You know, every year uh, you, you meet someone new that will point out their name on their car and um, that car in particular to me is probably the best looking car we've ever had. That thing looks, looks fast, looks mean um, and uh, proud to represent it out on the track at Atlanta and um, I told him when we left we need to get to Victory Lane, maybe that will be the car that uh, you know, breaks us through this year. It's a good-looking car. You like yeah, it? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. All right. So most of the drivers we know are on an island somewhere celebrating their one week off from the NASCAR season. But we are preparing for a quiet weekend because, like we said, no race this weekend. But, Mike, I think it's a good time to hand out some awards. So we want to see what's been the best storyline, the best driver, and the biggest disappoint- disappointment so far this season. So what do you have?
0: I, I I can think of this on the spot right now. matter of fact, I think I just, yeah. You know,
2: just now? Yeah, yeah, just now. Okay, And
0: ironically, we have a graphic here, too. So, oh, good. best storyline, <laughs> I love drama. I love gossip. I love all that stuff. And I've been getting a kick out of NASCAR coming down hard on, on cars for violations you get a couple of counterfeit parts this year. Yeah. NASCAR simply isn't having any of it. Chase Briscoe and his team, they'd be the first to tell you that. As for my, my best driver, we were just talking about what this actually means. Right. William Byron, from a win perspective, is my guy. Three wins. Seven top fives, nine top tens, then finally the biggest disappointment, Trackhouse Racing. They finished second last year in owner points. This year, they're down to fourth without a single win. Now, you had a different right. spin on what best driver was.
2: I did. Uh, I'm going to stick with the best storyline first, though, and I think this is Kyle Bush's resurgence with RCR. We didn't really know what would come of him, changing teams, going to a Chevy, all of those things. And here he is with three wins so far this season, and so that's great. My best driver is going to Kyle Larson. And yes, I mean, he's having a good season, right? But I just think when you look at the field, put him on any track, and he has the potential to win on any race driving anything. Like, this is the best NASCAR driver in the circuit right now. My biggest disappointment, we actually share this uh, by quite a bit. You
0: is the, me agree on something? Is I know, I, I, a
2: little surprising. But track house <laughs> racing, and I say this because they had three wins actually by this point last season, so they all came early in the season. The three wins are also the only cup wins that Ross Jastain and Daniel Suarez have in their cup career. And I just think when you look at it, you thought they were going to take that next step in 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 winning and doing well and showing up at the track. Ross Chastain is certainly doing well in the points. Yeah, so he's, but he it, needs it, a win.
0: Suarez seventeenth in the standings. Chastain, he's fourth. Nine nine starts this year, five top fives. I mean yeah. that's pretty good. I do want to get back to your Bush point. I mean, how much do you think his resurgence is the fact that Getting a fresh start this year, new team. How much do you think that's helped? Yeah, out? Yeah,
2: I mean, I think you look at how Tyler Reddick did in the eight-car last season, and, I mean, it's certainly good equipment. And, and I think just, yeah, fresh start. You're in a different place with some expectations. I think they're giving him what he needs. His team's obviously working well with him. But uh, it's just a different Kyle Busch than we've seen before. When he was in the M&M car in the 18 with Joe Gibbs Racing, a lot of booze. I, I've been to a couple of races this season, and there's there's more booze cheers for him.
0: Boo from the crowd. Yeah. I, for a second there, I thought you said booze as in. No. That, that's, uh, for, I, <laughs> no, I, I, booze I'm as in the
2: crowd. Uh, <laughs> yes. But track house racing, they need to win more. And like I said, I do agree with William Byron. I think he has good equipment but Kyle Larson to me is just the best, the best pure driver that they've got.
0: I go William Byron. All
2: right, if you can have your yeah. opinion, Mike. Yeah, All yeah. right, well NASCAR fans are ready for the end of the season, but not ready for the season to end. We're gonna explain exactly what that means next when CSL returns.
0: We're still 10 races out from the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs but the championship is set. At least for now, Phoenix Raceway announcing today that all grandstand tickets for the championship race set for November 5th are sold out. Hillsdale tickets and infield tickets are still available. It will also be Kevin Harvick's final race of his career.
2: Well, the Braves in a doubleheader today after their game last night got rained out. Braves took game one, 10 to seven, so that was good. But what about game two? We got Ozzy Albies at the plate, and he crushes this one for a solo home run to give the Braves a two-nothing lead. So, things looking so good or good so far. Third inning, same score, and who else? But so Ronald Acuna, Jr., deep to center, and it is out of here. Braves up three. Tigers come back to make it interesting though, but it's Eddie Rosario with a home run of his own. Braves win the game. Game two, six to five is your final. All right, let's hop right into quick six with Brian Blakely sticking around. Brian, do you ever get tired of sticking around this late with us? No,
3: this is fun. This is okay. a great way to end the day with you guys, Good. man.
2: I love that. All right, let's put two minutes on the clock. Brian. Do you like Bryce Young's comments or commitments that he has to the game? I mean, he's talking about he's going to take this month and really just focus on the playbook. Do you worry about him maybe burning out a little bit?
3: No, not at all. I think that's just who he is. It's in his DNA. He's a football junkie, and I think Panthers fans should be very excited about that going forward. And, you know, as the uh, QB1 right now, it's probably a good thing that he is coming into the league. It's only going to help him going forward.
2: Very true. All right, Mike, a lot of people are on the Scoot Henderson train, me included, but what argument would you give for the Hornets to not choose him at number two overall.
0: He wants the ball, he needs the ball. Miller wants the ball, he needs the ball. There's only one ball. You can't give it to both guys at the same time. Miller's the guy. He can shoot, he can score. Hornets need that.
2: All right, Brian, had the Canes stayed injury free and actually made it to the finals, do you think they would have put up a fight against the Golden Knights?
3: No. Yeah.
2: No, not at all. I mean,
3: (laughs) as good as the Panthers' run had in the Eastern, through the Eastern Conference, they were no match for Las Vegas, and I don't think Carolina would have done any better.
2: All right, Mike, only eight days out from the NBA draft. Do you see anything crazy happening with maybe the first three picks in the draft?
0: Now, I've heard whispers that there are teams interested in the Hornets' number two pick. I haven't heard anything that it's going to happen, but we've seen Mitch Kupchak. He's not afraid to make a deal. If he feels he's going to get something equal or better, So, you know what, I think it's too soon to tell.
2: All right, Brian, Netflix released their trailer to a project called Quarterback, where Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and Marcus Mariota are featured. What other QB would you have liked to see in this?
3: How about Joe Burrow, man? Joe Cool, he would be a lot of fun to watch to see what his daily life is like, and also Josh Allen, because he's dating Haley Steinfeld right now, so that would be kind
2: of Great storylines. All right, Mike, (laughs) you got to design a race car what would you have on it, and what number
1: would you choose?
0: Uh, I would choose probably the seven, and it would look like a giant Oreo, oh. uh, and and maybe like it dunking into milk at the front of the car or something like that in a glass. People would love the car, and they would be rooting for it. Just on look alone.
2: I should have guessed that. I was gonna say you're gonna do something with Michael Jordan, but I guess he's already. There's already
0: 23-11 out there. I gotta That's be different, right. you know.
2: All right. Well, this baby already knows what victory tastes like at one month old. Check this out. Can you imagine Mike being able to say one day that you actually sat in the Stanley Cup? That is
0: pretty cool. Yeah.
2: What a moment for the Las Vegas Golden Knights last night, taking home the championship. We got more crown-worthy moments just ahead. We know that the preseason is going to be here before you know it, so for planning purposes, here are the dates. Panthers-Jets kick off on August 12th, and then they travel to Jersey the following week to face the Giants before returning home against the Lions. Jets and Giants games, those first two, those are on Fox Charlotte right here. All right, time for our QC crowns. Mike? Who gets yours tonight?
0: Well, it was our number one NBA (laughs) Finals moment in our countdown today. The 25th anniversary of Michael Jordan's game winner against the Utah Jazz in the 98 Finals. The shot clinched the Bulls sixth and final championship as Jordan retired later that summer and Bulls management would dismantle the team. Some say Jordan pushed off his defender, and all I can say to them is, you're right. (laughs) Still a great shot and a great moment.
2: All right, well, we know uh, that the Panthers did not win the Stanley Cup, but a few of their players win my crown tonight, Mike. Matthew Kachuk played in game four with a broken sternum. Aaron Eckblade played with a shoulder that popped out twice, a torn oblique, and a broken foot. Hockey players, I think, are the toughest pros ever, right? I agree. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. We'll see you back here tomorrow night.